Man, there's, I mean, there's nothing in the rules that says my dog can't podcast with us. Yeah, well, that, that doesn't really um, make sense because the dog can't talk. So why would it podcast? Yeah, you're, I guess you're right. All right, go home, buddy. His name's Bye, buddy. not Buddy. It's a basketball podcast. Uh, it's a movie podcast where we talk about ba- where we talk about the movie while playing basketball. Uh, it's a mouthful. It's silly. It's fun. Uh, my name is Richie Owens. Uh, this is season one of the show where we're talking about basketball movies. Uh, I'm using Skyler as like my cam. Just uh, yeah, before I introduce you, and do not speak. I forbid it. Uh, yeah, this is a movie podcast where we talk about the movie while playing basketball. Uh, season one, it's underway. This is the first episode I've recorded since announcing the show. Uh, it's fun. Season two, it's not just going to be basketball movies. Whoa. A lot of people think it's going to be only basketball movies. Whoa. But no, I'm like, I'm ready to talk some real depressing stuff too. Oh, hell While yeah. hoping up. Uh, but I'm here with my guests. My friend, Skylar Higley. How are you doing, buddy? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Um, we're going to shoot around and uh, shoot the shit. Uh, or as it's also been said, shoot around and find out. Yeah. Uh, which I guess I'm going to find out because you and I don't know each other that well. Not really. I know we both like the same author a lot. <laughs> yeah, we like George Saunders. I like George Saunders and Kurt Vonnegut. Uh, That's how that's going to go. George Saunders, an Oak Forest Bengals legend. He went Is to my he? high school. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Graduated oh, I did know he was from Oak Forest. A couple years ago. I've only, um, I haven't read anything. I only listened to Liberation Day. This ball seems a little... A little flat. A little flat, right? Am I wrong? Uh, it could be. Or but maybe that's just me. Damn. I can fill that baby up with a little air. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um... Where are you from originally? Um, I mean, I was born in Philadelphia. I'm from Salt Lake City. Um, wow. Yeah, so like basketball is very big there because nobody um, drinks <laughs> or smokes or whatever. Uh-huh. And that's what, there's basketballs in all the churches. So when we talk about how like white it is over there, and that's true, but uh, a lot of the people are very good at basketball because they weren't doing anything else. I Playing a lot of church ball. I believe that, I mean, you also like only have the jazz, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's better. Yeah, that's yeah better. there's there's the jazz and that's what everybody likes. Are you a jazz fan or do you just not um, care? Just by airball, Jesus. Just by um, by merit of like uh, having grown up there, you know? Sure. 
I saw a lot of jazz games. And, uh, yeah, I wouldn't say I'm, like, a fan. I don't follow the NBA, like, at all. Uh-huh. So I don't know what's going on. I just <laughs> hear about, you know, like, Java Rant and whatever. Yeah, And which is crazy. Whoever just, like, accidentally... Did he accidentally punch the owner, or did he, like, actually... Did Job punch his owner? No, there was somebody who, like... Pushed an owner or something oh. like that who touched him. Yeah, that was uh, Nikola Jokic. Oh, Jokic. The yeah. ball went out of bounds. The owner of the Suns caught the ball and, like, he went to go grab for the ball right. from the owner. And the owner sort of, like, turned away from him and then he pushed the guy, but he didn't know who he was. He just thought he was a right. rich white guy sitting at the sideline of a so basketball game, really, which is what he was. That's really all I, I keep up with is any of the, like, drama that happens. <laughs> but. It is fun. I was like following the NBA subreddit. I was following the NBA subreddit for like a while before I really started watching NBA. And like, I'm also a big wrestling fan. Like WWE? Yeah. I didn't know if it was like real wrestling. <laughs> yeah, I'm a big Greco-Roman wrestling fan. <laughs> I watch teens wrestle and it's fine. <laughs> um, Jesus Christ. I've gotten so bad at basketball. I mean, it is like, it's one of those things where you just like kind of get used to it yeah. at a certain point. I feel like I, I like started this podcast with the hopes of trying out for the Bulls, like minor league team. <laughs> if not getting paid to play basketball without being a professional basketball player. Of which there's a Patreon if you want video footage of this. <laughs> Patreon.com slash moving screen. Uh, this is embarrassing. You're not using any of this footage of me missing, right? Oh, no, yeah, that's all gonna... Uh-huh. I'll just edit it so you're making every shot. And that sound always means you made it. Yes. Yep. <laughs> um, I did learn uh, recently my... Since recording the first couple episodes, here comes the Amtrak. This podcast is sponsored by Amtrak. Uh, get a Connie's Pizza for $8. I have no idea what you're saying. Uh, the podcast is sponsored by Amtrak. Oh, oh okay. okay. Uh, That's a beautiful... I just have to announce that every time it goes by. Oh, gotcha. Um, but since starting this podcast, my knees have gotten really sore. Oh, yeah. And I like looked up. like I was like, it's only under my kneecap. What is that? And it's called uh, Jumper's Knee. We got a stuck Jumper's ball. knee. Okay. Uh, so I've been just jumping too much, I guess. And now I have knee braces on. Oh, wow. <laughs> I can't even hit that. Jesus. I Lord. mean, that's premium video footage. There you go. Uh, what's your... So you've never seen Air Bud. I've never seen Airbud before. Obviously, it got referenced a lot, mm-hmm. and I know the premise of it. And I honestly, I don't know what I was expecting, but it was quite different than what I thought it was gonna be. It's different than what I remember what it was. Did you remember it as like fun and good? Yes. <laughs> uh, and honestly, I still felt that way this you, time. You really liked it this time? I did. Oh my god! Watching That's it as an excited. adult. You told me that uh, you didn't like it, or that you were saying it was bad. I was like, oh, I'm ready for this. <laughs> it's, uh, 
Yeah, I mean, I think it's very silly and goofy, <laughs> but I also thought it was going to be more entertaining just as a yeah. movie. No, and it's kind of sad. It's kind of sad and really boring for, like, <laughs> most of it. Uh-huh. Like, nothing... He doesn't even start to be Air Bud or do any, like, start competing in the basketball team for, like, most of the movie. Yeah, I didn't realize that. I thought... I remember him, like, playing multiple games. Uh... But it was just two games. <laughs> yeah. It was literally just two. Uh... And, like... It is, it is so weird the way like our minds sort of like from childhood just remember things absolutely the opposite of how they actually happen. Right. Um, but I will say that I read like an oral history of Airbud. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, in preparation for this, and it was something I noticed while while watching. Uh, He's actually making those shots, and he's actually playing basketball. Oh, yeah, the dog? Yeah. Yeah, he's clearly very talented. He's a very good, you know, good dog, good performer. He is, he is a good boy. Clearly actually trained. I could tell that from the first shot or the first little scene where he's, uh, you know, like destroying everything. and like <laughs> It's like, oh, okay, they actually did train this dog to do a bunch of stuff. I right. guess that's the impressive part. The the owner of the actual dog, whose actual name is Buddy, there's a credit at the beginning of the movie that says, based on a character from Nick DiCicco, uh -huh. which is just their way of giving Buddy's actual owner a credit. <laughs> because he wanted to write a movie for this. He wanted to be like the script guy. And they said that he wrote like a script that was like, kind of a B-movie, not Jerry Seinfeld B-movie, uh -huh. but like smutty, like kind of a porn movie. Oh, with <laughs> the dog? Yeah. Playing basketball? Uh, yeah, I think so. So, there was a, a porn air bud? <laughs> There's a, there has to was be it, a draft was, of it somewhere. Was it like, was it like bestiality? I don't, they didn't go into <laughs> any detail about it and I didn't try to find more info about it, which I should. Uh, it's very hard. It's very hard to like get information about the dog and the guy. I think people don't like the guy. Yeah. He wrote a book called like Hey Buddy that's like supposed to be a biography about the dog and it's mostly uh, about him <laughs> yeah. uh, owning the dog. I can't uh, believe that it's like a porn. <laughs> they said porn. I'm assuming it's, it would be like a team drafts the dog and then like like all the team players start getting fucked because their team is good. Right, because they have a, Cause, yeah. Yeah, because they have a and good dog. A do That's an insane premise. <laughs> Which I'm like, you know, I'd be interested in reading. I don't know if I'd be super I mean, interested in watching. I wouldn't see it, but I, I love that as an idea. Air bust. <laughs> that just sounds like what happens when you come as an old man. <laughs> that is true. So the dog is technically a character yeah, of the guy, or that's what he owns. Yeah. He actually would take the dog to like sporting events and be the halftime show and like make the dog shoot baskets and stuff. Wow. And the way he trained him to shoot the basket was he would put olive oil on the ball 
and throw it up so the dog would be trying to bite it. Oh. Because he wanted to eat the olive oil and then it would go into Smart. the neck. Yeah. It does require some manipulation. Well, how did you feel? How did you feel about the, the movie on the rewatch just throughout the feelings that you felt? Because to me, watching it, I'm like, I have notes. <laughs> Why do we need to end on a custody battle scene? That is. Between the <laughs> featuring the, the like, abusive clown. Played by Michael Jeter, who is very good. <laughs> there's like nothing left to the movie. It's like, like there's nothing going on and then just being like, okay, well, you win custody. It's like the, the main tension of the... What is the main conflict of the movie? I'm not even completely it's, sure. Yeah, I, got, I think the main thing of the movie, which uh, maybe I'm just in a really emotional place. The uh, moment that made me cry was that the, the coach was like, hey, man. This dog does not understand what basketball is. He just likes hitting the ball into the hoop with his nose. Uh, that's how we should all play. We just we should all play basketball because we like to play basketball and not because there's pressure to or because we want to be great. That is probably the only part of the movie that I liked <laughs> and also was surprising because this whole time with the rest of the Air Bud franchise, Air Buddies, a complete mm -hmm. departure. For real. And, they go to and space. everything. Yeah. Starting out with this dog that was around that helped this kid get over his dead dad. <laughs> and then it's talking puppies that go to space. Completely different. One thing that made me really laugh uh, is that... So his dad died in an airplane crash or something. Uh -huh. And we learned that because he has the newspaper article about it framed. What? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, why did you just frame that? <laughs> like, I understand, like, saving it, like, because it's, you know, important for your sure. history, but to, like, have it on the wall as a reminder of the fiery plane yeah, crash he, in which your dad Yeah, he kisses it on the way out of the door every time he goes to uh, play basketball. Yeah, it's like the Notre Dame it. play like a champion thing. They slap <laughs> the sign before every game. He slaps his dad's death notice, which is a front page, like, full front page essay. Right. Uh, or whatever you would call it. Profile, story. Uh, also a fact that has no, no bearings on the movie at all that I thought was really funny and specific is that his mom works at a napkin factory. Yeah, a napkin factory. <laughs> See, a lot of this movie felt like, the whole movie watching it felt like it was like one draft, <laughs> done. Yeah. Yep. Don't even need to think about it. Napkin factory, why not? The the director like was given the scripts and he was like, No. <laughs> <laughs> no, why would I do that movie? Uh and then he realized that the dog could actually shoot. Yeah. So he was like, if we can actually show the dog shooting then and it's like not do like something. CGI, like really fake hokey stuff, then I'm in. Uh which I really appreciate this time around. I've been watching Buster Keaton movies. Yeah, uh, where he's just like letting a train run into a house and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like learning the importance of like when you do something crazy on film, you really just have to have it wide so people know you're not editing anything. I mean, that's what basically the premise of Barry is. Of Barry? Yeah, it's just like wide shots and everything happening like in one shot, you know? Is that true? Not the, not like, I don't know, have you watched I only watched Barry? season one. It's not the premise, but, so Bill Hader starts directing more and more episodes. Yeah. 
and you can tell he's a huge fan of wide shots and long mm. takes and uh, a lot of stuff just starts happening in one continuous shot or one long shot or like just one big wide shot of things happening and it does make it feel very cinematic and different from a lot of other shows have you seen the uh mission impossible movies um not all of them most of them i think maybe i've seen all of them that are out but like yeah pretty much like in what i we're not talking about buster keaton but just like one shot seeing someone actually do something insane tom cruise like doing those stunts on his own I really want Tom Cruise to die <laughs> doing one of those stunts for those movies. My theory about that is that he's a Scientologist. I have two theories, I guess. Uh, because he's a Scientologist, he is doing those stunts because he can't get out of Scientology and he wants to die. Mm. So if he does that, it won't look like a suicide. Okay. Uh, or because he's a Scientologist, he thinks he can't die. I think it's <laughs> probably more likely the latter. Yeah, just, probably. Just you know tracking nice just tracking how what his psychology seems to be like i think he probably thinks he can't die yeah or like if he does he's like whatever man i'm clear i'm just gonna be thetans and i'm gonna go back into reincarnated with my essence or whatever i i'm i'm pretty sure it's that yeah it feels like it has to be but i also do like uh i don't think i like that, him in those movies so much that i'm like Hey man, you're good with whatever you've done in Scientology. I'm not gonna ask <laughs> you're any good. questions. I don't care that you killed <laughs> Shelly Miscavige. Yeah, or that's fine. I have thought about making a koozie that says I know the whereabouts of Shelly Miscavige. <laughs> That'd be fun. Just a nice little uh, way to get the conversation. Yeah, started. get the conversation going, get it about you, get a cease and desist, <laughs> have a bunch of people. Maybe show up dead one day. I also have a conspiracy theory that uh, Harris Whittles was killed by the That was my conspiracy theory as well, and I never told anybody because I thought, <laughs> it well, sounds definitely crazy. at the time, I was like, well, there's nowhere to post this that's like not disrespectful, <laughs> right. and I also don't know anybody who's paying attention to comedy like this, right. so I've just privately been like, I think he, he said all that stuff on the podcast about it, and then they killed him for that. Yep. Uh, but that might be crazy. I think it is, but I also think it isn't. Uh, addiction is certainly like a very bad thing. That's that's my sort of big. Uh, what I want everyone to take away from this podcast: addiction is a bad thing. I think addiction equals bad for sure, for <laughs> sure, for sure. Um, and unless it's addicted to the hoops. <laughs> uh, so like obviously it's just easier to make up a story in your head that a guy you like didn't overdose. Right, didn't uh, didn't uh, overdose after saying he was feeling so good. <laughs> right. That's I guess what was really bad about it or really sad about it. It was uh, it seemed like he was doing fine. Yeah. And then yeah, then he was dead. And I was like, oh no. That was my first like celebrity death of somebody I liked. I think. That you what? Like, my first celebrity death of somebody that I, like, had a parasocial relationship yes. with. Yeah. I think that was my first one. Maybe it really... Like, this guy's so cool, and then he's dead. It really broke me. Yeah. Like, I was living in Logan Square at, like, Albany and Diversity, 
at the time. Mm -hmm. And when I found out he died, I walked to Wrigley Field. Oh, shit. <laughs> just to, like, get... And then back. Uh, just because I was like, I need to cry. I live with two other guys. I don't want them to hear me crying. Because <laughs> that's pathetic. Uh, and, I, I, yeah. Very strange thing for me to do. I'll say it didn't hit me that hard, but <laughs> I get it. I feel it. But it did hit you hard enough to create the same conspiracy same, theory. Yeah. Well, it. it was just the first thing I thought. It's like, what if? Scientology, whatever. Yeah. That's sad. It's weird. It I hope is. we don't get killed by Scientologists for saying any of this. Fingers crossed. Fingers I'm, crossed, man. You never know when they're going to come. I'm currently in the crosshairs of a lot of... Uh, people with anime profile pictures on Twitter. What did you do? What did you say? I tweeted a pamphlet uh, that says, like, you're part of the problem, how your lemonade stand uh, uh -huh. uh, contributes to a cancerous capitalist society. Oh, very funny. I saw that, yeah. Uh, and there are a lot of people with av avatar, anime avatars mm -hmm. who are like, quote tweeting it calling me a pedophile why uh because in the pamphlet it i like wrote <laughs> i wrote like uh follow me on twitter do not tell your parents about me <laughs> uh <laughs> just based on also it's funny how it's like you can have that and have it clearly be a joke right and then people are get so mad about like Crazy. I literally, I posted like a, I posted the full brochure or whatever, and I said like, oh, I made this for this tweet, mm -hmm. very specifically being like, yeah, this is for the tweet, not for like the actual anything I'm actually gonna do in real life, uh, and then I followed it up with like, because that's when people started to really harass me, I followed it up with like, uh. Hey, just want to let everybody know because they're wishing me harm. Um, I'm serious. I'm going to hand these out <laughs> and subscribe to my podcast. That's funny. I think, well, like the whole joke of it or the whole way that it works is like kind of pretending like it's real. Right. And I feel like that just worked a little too well. <laughs> yeah. And people will, of course, get so offended out of anything out of context. I sort of similarly are in in the crosshairs of people on Instagram who are calling me racist a lot uh, for jokes <laughs> which you that are. I made. It, which I am. Um, whites are inferior. But uh, you really should have made that shot. I know. I, I really should have to really uh, to really punctuate it, but I couldn't. Um, it was let me adjust this. Yeah, it was just because, you know, my stand-up about my own family. Yeah. And a lot of people, when you even mention race, get offended. And it's on a big enough platform that uh, a lot of people find it and start arguing and stuff. <laughs> and then other people argue with them. I mean, for the most part, it's very positive. It's yeah. just, there's a few people who can't stop arguing about, uh, you know, their perspective on it. Or they're like... Well, if you switch the races on this joke, this would be racist. It's like if you switch the races on this joke, it would absolutely not make any sense at all. So that's not even a relevant factor. That's like... Ooh, good nice. shot. 
Uh, that's sort of my take with licorice pizza. I mean, did you see that movie? I did not, but I know a lot of people didn't like it. Yeah, I love it. Uh, and people are like, the age gap didn't have to be what it was. And uh -huh. I'm like, yes, it did, because that's what the movie's about. <laughs> right. If you change it, then it's a different kind of movie. Yeah, we are in this time now of like any part of something that is like objectionable or like quote unquote wrong, even sort of displaying it is uh, like just not good and not like just objectively bad, I guess. Mm -hmm. Or like that people are talking about how like the morality of uh, every piece of content. Like there's that same thing with everything everywhere all at once where she mm -hmm. like calls Jenny Slate big nose and they're like, the movie's anti-Semitic. Right. And it's like, well, she might have said something anti but that doesn't make the whole movie that. Right. It also doesn't make what she said okay. Right. She's like a very flawed character. She, she like barely learns. Sorry, one more time. Uh, no, I'm sorry. We have to, we're, we're recording, recording something. So it's gotta be just and us. And you beat the shit out of us. Yeah, and so. you kill us. <laughs> I don't want to be destroyed by a child. Um. Yeah, there's this, like, thing where, like, people think that if you're in the movie and you're the main character, you have to be an objectively good person, which is not true. Yeah, but just even, like, I don't know. It's so funny seeing the discourse on every little thing because it's like, you guys don't have any context or uh, yep. the moral value of every single thing doesn't need to be good. And... Mm -hmm. I guess that comes from a lot of movies actually endorsing like bad things for a long time, but yes. like still. I know in also in Licorice Pizza, there's like, the, it's the worst scene, but there's like a racist scene towards Asian people. Oh right. Um, in which like a white guy has like a Japanese wife and does like a mm. accent, and it's like in the movie they show like the characters like look at each other like this guy's an asshole uh -huh. an idiot. What he's doing is not good. And they asked the director about it, uh, and he was like, I don't know how to separate like what my intentions were for that character versus what people took away from it. Because like in my mind, like he is racist and the characters know that and that he is bad. Yeah. I think when people are already mad, they're just gonna find more things. Absolutely. Like I think licorice pizza is potentially something different than uh What's the other one about white man saving jazz? La La Land, <laughs> right? That one's just more like, more tone deaf than anything. Yeah. And it's not like about, it's not about the racial element of it at all, but they still sent out like a very weird message about like, Ryan Gosling has to be like the king of jazz. <laughs> the jazz and savior. Like it's a black art form. And that I will take a lot more of the, like criticism for yeah instead of you know just fucking this movie's about something that i don't like so it's therefore bad i don't know um it's like, oh i i quit it before it happened Shit. uh but i was like in a sketch 
show at Second City. We mm. were doing rehearsals, and one of the bits was that we were doing sketches that had parody La La Land songs about the Challenger explosion. <laughs> okay. Uh, and this was like three years after La La Land came out, uh-huh. way past like the conversational sure. anything about it. Uh, and I was, they were like, were teaching us how to dance. It was all white people and one uh, Asian woman. Uh, At Second City? Yeah, can you believe it? Uh, and we were doing a song about immigration and they were trying to teach me to jazz step and I just wasn't getting it. And one of the girls laughed at me and then I got home and I was like, hey guys, I'm not doing this show. Yeah. I'm glad you didn't do that. Me too. That would have been really cringy. Maybe not any more than a lot of the cringy shit that happens at Second City already, but that would have been particularly bad. It's just like, <laughs> why is it about the Challenger explosion? I don't know what they were why? thinking. That's, that's, uh, yeah, that's bad on both ends. There's nothing in the rules that says <laughs> a dog can't die in a spaceship. Uh, that is unfortunately true. Rest in peace, Leica. <laughs> um, do you want to play? Yeah, we can play. Okay. I will lose, but uh, we can play. Hey, yeah, no, we're both winners. You can take the ball because it's my show. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, you know, make it, take it. Those are, it's twos, threes are twos, twos are ones. Sure. What are uh, we playing to do, 10? To 10. Okay, good. Um, oh, right away with the two when he sinks it. All right, two nothing. <laughs> what if quickest. I just did that five in a row and it was over? <laughs> There's no way I'd be able that. to, but that'd be dope. <laughs> um, yeah, I mentioned it earlier, but Michael Jeter, who's the guy who plays the clown in uh -huh. Airbud. Yeah, yeah. He, that e the piece of shit clown that suddenly <laughs> likes him, based on I'm. I'm confused why the clown came back. I actually he, need you to clarify something for me. Because he realized that it was getting like, the dog was getting pressed, so he wanted it back so he could make money off of the dog. So the dog was, I was half watching at this point, the dog <laughs> was in the, like, uh, in the montage. The dog was part of the team. Uh, yeah. Oof. Um. The dog, well, the, no, the dog wasn't part of the team. He was just like... He was he there was on the, the roster to do the halftime show. He was the show. mascot. Yeah. Okay. Well, see, this is why this is why I don't like the movie. Because, <laughs> like, look, traditional screenplay structure. Act one, <laughs> you get oh, introduced to... If the movie is truly about the dog that can play basketball, <laughs> we, by, the, by act two's beginning, we need to see everybody being the one playing basketball. That's he needs to be part of... The team, but that's it why, takes uh, the whole movie, and then he barely does it, and then there's a fucking <laughs> custody battle. Uh, and that's why Airboat is sort of an avant-garde examination <laughs> of sports in America. Wow, three nothing. Um, yeah, it, it certainly. <laughs> yeah, so the the oh, the clown guy just thinks he can make money off of it, which is right. why he. You see him in his kitchen with a bunch of beer cans. That scene was very funny too, where he goes like, cause he wants Airbud for the money because yeah. he thinks about it. And then he goes, I don't want to do a beer commercial, which seems like <laughs> that's, exactly like, that's what unethical. he would want to do. Yeah. And then he would, he immediately gets swayed, but it's like, you already <laughs> you drink beer. You already are the person who wants to do that. Also the real owner of Airbud, 
Uh, oh my Woo god, five nothing. This is I'm bad at basketball. Uh, there is like. Nah, I gotta play real. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> uh, the, the real owner of Airbud did have him in beer commercials, so oh, I feel like that might have been a dig at him. <laughs> Six nothing. Holy shit. You'll come back. I've had the ball one time. <laughs> I don't know if I have, to, I don't have to check on a rebound, right? No, you don't. I'm making my own rules. I mean, it's, yeah, it's your show and your <laughs> game, so you definitely don't have to. Oh, that's that on you. It's yours. Uh, but there's a really good video on YouTube of Michael Jeter, may he rest in peace, uh, doing a number from, uh, I don't know what musical was, at the Tonys. Uh-huh. And he's like holding on to this bar and his legs are moving like no person's legs have ever moved before. Is it, was he like doing tap or whatever? Yeah. Okay. It's really, really good. Highly recommend. Oh my god! <laughs> GoPro is about to blow up! <laughs> uh, I have like two. You know how you have those movies where there's moments in it uh -huh. that I kind of distress you as a child. Yeah. You that have makes you not really butt? want to <laughs> revisit the, the movie. Um, uh, there's two of those in this movie. Which is when the clown gets the dog back. Uh-huh. And uh, when uh when the coach is like whipping oh, balls just, at the kid. Just like, <laughs> yeah, being like an asshole to the kid. I just remember that and being like, are people like that? <laughs> the answer is yeah. It's cool that you didn't know that. I also like how the, the uh, movie had two bully archetype characters. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you had the mean coach and the mean kid who last minute is on the other team. Yep. Not set up at all. Moves them just to another town. <laughs> Over a, over a middle school basketball game, like, we're going to another town, you're going to join another team. I, like, that kid plays such a good piece of crap that I, like, uh, um, looked him up to see if he was canceled now. Yeah? <laughs> he's not. He's, he seems like he's nice. He was a part of the, the oral history thing. You're absolutely the first person to actually play defense against me. <laughs> I feel like that's gotta be, that's one of the only things I can do. <laughs> I have to try. And you're doing great. Thanks. It's six a little tired. I, I also, it's like, it's not like I was 
ever that bad growing up. It's just that I truly haven't touched a basketball in years. I mean, now you're gonna get the itch. I know, I kind of am now. <laughs> Six one. Uh, what else? What else is in this weird movie? What, what else is new? Um, uh, I that I, joke I, at the end where he's like, "I'm not going to turn this uh, courtroom into <laughs> into some kind of circus," and then a clown walks in. Yeah, one hundred percent saw it coming. That Still character is really funny. The, the judge. He's like, wait, are you a basketball player? <laughs> that makes sense. The final line of rhetoric is so funny. Because this dog is four years old. <laughs> so technically it's an adult dog. <laughs> Which I guess Which means he can decide. Kind of true. It's like, so it means he can also vote, right? Like, <laughs> He should. Woo. Oh my god. 8-1. I hear the death of tolls. Hopefully, I'm getting tired. <laughs> Me too. I just have to start. There it is. Oh, that's a game. I, congratulations, Woo. you gave me my first loss. Hell yeah. Uh, good game, good game. Good game. Uh, I'm gonna take a water break. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. Whew. Man. I wish I, I wish I had more to remember from, I was watching a YouTube um, version of it. it was very low quality so I couldn't even see the whole thing very well like I couldn't really see anybody's faces <laughs> so just me watching this movie in like 720p that's so funny um, we're now gonna play not horse not pig but buddy <laughs> buddy okay all right uh, buddy since you won, you get to okay. take the first shot. Uh, I did, I was looking to find this streaming. It's not streaming anywhere, not on Disney, even though it's a Disney movie. It's on Amazon, but I was uh, like not gonna pay $3 for it. It's, yeah, well literally, you can't even rent it on Amazon or oh, iTunes. Really? You have to buy it. Damn. So I bought this movie, <laughs> I own it. It's worth it. There's no extras or anything, but on the 2009 DVD, there's a commentary track done by the dog, uh, <laughs> by his kids. Oh wow! By the characters who play his kids in the later movie. Oh, that makes sense. And they they're like, yeah, we're we're actor dogs. <laughs> uh, all right, under the lake. Oh, oh shit! That is on. Mad. I. They had. They did have like two more dogs in the movie. It wasn't just buddy no they have to have backups yeah it's like babies there's one of them but those ones couldn't sink the ball right? no okay one of them was the one that like kept climbing the roof uh-huh uh which i was like that's kind of insane parkour dog yeah i was seeing that one too where it was like on the roof and then down so i was like that's uh that seems a little dangerous for a dog but if he can do it yeah like, he does it fine never seen a dog on a roof if it wasn't <laughs> like a hurricane katrina flood you know <laughs> right and then, of course, Buddy was affected by Hurricane Katrina. <laughs> yeah, he was displaced. <laughs> the, 
They, uh, but he was like there and the other he was with FEMA. Mm, yeah, he, did yeah, a he bad was job. helping people. He was putting up the flag gates uh, with Sean Penn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he. What do you, what do you call him? He uh, was sitting levies. next to Kanye West when he said. <laughs> George Bush doesn't care about black Air people. Air Bud doesn't care about black people. <laughs> I have been wanting to do a sketch that's like a 30 for 30 of Air Bud. I can't believe it hasn't been done before. Yeah, you have to do um, it. But like, you know, finding out that Air Bud had a huge drug problem <laughs> and just like was a piece of shit. And like, yeah, you know, he became friends with a North Korean dictator. And just, <laughs> just all the crazy shit from any well, NBA documentary. That is, that is apt, I will say. Um, because one time Buddy was doing a halftime show at the New York Knicks versus, uh, 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 what's the fucking, Detroit uh-huh. Pistons game, 1992. He, during the game, got free and ran out of the court. And who carried him off the court? Dennis Rodman? Dennis Rodman. Wow. Wow. Uh, okay, just from this corner. We haven't made anything to this nope. <laughs> I was making them all before you got here, I swear. That's what they say. I mean, I wasn't, I think it might be, I might need to be challenged in a one-on-one context to even have it within me to like shoot right. <laughs> right. Because before we were playing, I couldn't make anything. Okay, I'm gonna be right here. Literally, like, the last episode I recorded is my friend Andrew Overby. Uh-huh. Uh, he, uh, like, I was beating him as bad as you beat me, but I didn't want the game to end yet, so I just kept kind of purposely bricking shots. Yeah, yeah. And then some uh, children just started playing basketball on the court while we were playing basketball <laughs> on the court, and we just had to leave because yeah. I didn't know. It was game over. <laughs> uh, okay, with your non-dominant hand. Oh, there shit. You go. There you go. Okay. Left hand. How do you even? <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. You didn't like jump or anything, right? No. Okay. I mean, you can you can jump if you want to. You can leave your friends behind. That's a. Uh, I got a B. Buddy seems like a long word, but we're still gonna do it. Buddy is. Is it as long as horse? B U D D Y H O R S E. Yes, it is. Um. Also, the, another thing about the movie. When were, we were just introduced to the idea that his name was Airbud, like real late in the game, they were calling him Buddy, and then suddenly he was Airbud. But then they never called him that again. The yeah, the lady calls him Airbud, like the principal. Yeah, calls him Airbud, which I guess should be pronounced Airbud. Airbud, uh, because it's supposed to be like Air Jordan. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, they they just call him Buddy for the rest of. They also, like, didn't love the title. That's oh, just really? a three-point from right here. Uh, also, something I uh, learned or realized this time, which maybe I'm stupid, but the uh, first time I saw the movie, I thought it was just funny that he kept taking the newspapers and hiding them. Oh, right. I no, didn't think that me. it was because he was abused by a man with newspapers. Now, that was subtle because uh-huh. you don't realize that until the end. That was very subtle because yeah. it's like, where's the newspaper? Also, I mean, I think it's actually pretty deep as a, as a plot motif that the newspaper had the kid's dead dad story on it and yeah. Buddy also doesn't like the newspaper. Um, That's true. Also, they introduced the fact that the, everybody was winning via newspaper, which <laughs> is what... 
brought the evil clown back into his life. Yeah. So, you know, there is some, some nuanced writing in there. I'll give it that. Uh, what if you... Yeah, be you. Yeah. Uh, what if you're, like, going on a date with someone and they're like, <laughs> cool, I'll pick you up in, like, five, and uh, they pulled up in his clown car. <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't like a clown car, but no, it was just a, a shitty truck. With it a was clown a real shitty truck. Okay, here's here's what I'll say about even the even the exposition. Again, more notes on Airbud. Uh, <laughs> by the way, 61% on Rotten Tomatoes does not hold up. Everybody agrees. <laughs> and uh, you know they, it's the kid and his mom get into just a, a little free throw. Just a nice little free throw. Okay, nice little free throw. That I can't make. Um, they get into a little uh, car car tiff, whatever you call it, car altercation, uh, with the car and it swerves and then Air Bud's little, or Buddy, since mm-hmm. his name's not actually Air Bud, uh, crate falls off and then he goes away and then uh, Buddy is in the woods for a while yeah. and then he has to re-meet him where, just like riding wise, I didn't need that much lead up. No. It took so long to be like, it's like halfway to the, through the movie where they're like, can we at least keep him till Christmas? Nothing has happened at this point. No. I, I didn't need that stutter step. Just have him fall off the crate and then they find him and then they take him <laughs> home and then, you know, mm-hmm. other stuff ensues. Uh, yeah, I, I also feel like they could cut or just kind of cut to B-U-D. Yeah. Uh, they could just cut... Uh, to him running into the forest. Mm-hmm. And that also makes the kids more scared on the basketball court that he finds, which I want a basketball court like that. Yeah. A very scenic, very abandoned sc- basketball court. Yeah. Uh, with a cute dog at it. Um, like, he, hear, he hears a noise in the bush. He has no reason to think it's a dog. That could yeah. be a really scary moment for that Because he was growling, and then the <laughs> ball would come back. But it happened like twice, and it just seemed like no, uh, plot information happens uh, prior to like when they just get the dog. I don't know. It seemed like a movie was supposed to center around Buddy and mm-hmm. then it, it didn't for a long time and then it suddenly did. <laughs> yep. Uh, I guess it is like just as much about Josh, yeah. the kid. It is. Uh, it- but they're not going to call it like Air Bud and Josh. <laughs> right, sure. Yeah, Josh and a dog. I think I just think that the way it was maybe directed and the way it came across, it, it might have been able to, with the same sort of plot structure, just come off as a very different movie if there was like an A24 Air Bud, where Josh is like going to kill himself, but then he meets a dog, and the dog's like been like abused even worse, you know? Mm-hmm. But then the dog, like, like the bully character... Like the the dogs on the team, right? Rewriting Airbud with Skylar Higley. The dogs on the team. He's killing it. The bully character is on the team still. He keeps bullying the kid who is depressed and trying to get over it because he has his, his dead dad. And but Airbud sees this and then attacks the shit out of the bully kid. And mm-hmm. he and then they're like, we gotta put Airbud down. Yeah. And they're like, no, but he's got he's the only way that we can win the championship. And then it becomes a whole thing about like abuse and privilege within sports. Mm-hmm. 
and then uh then then so Airbud like is about to be put down he gets away and then he kind of runs around and knocks everything over and it's like another <laughs> funny moment like he always did yeah. and then he comes in and he wins the game and the people with the with the uh put down juice or whatever you call it, mm -hmm. it they they run in and they're trying to put him down but then they see him making it and they're like we can't put this dog down and then they inject it into the clown because he's oh. also a serial killer it clown and that wow. is my Airbud rewrite. I think that's perfect. Yeah. Um, wow. You have to do it. There's no reason, I mean, I guess you probably couldn't call it Airbud. I guess they're rebooting everything nowadays, huh? Rebooting everything. Everything's a sequel a or a reboot these days. Real dark, gritty Airbud reboot. And it could be one where he's like killing everybody. I'm pretty sure it's your shot. Uh, no, because you, you made the, the uh, oh, right, thing right. and I missed it. So it's B U D to B. Which is a uh, Limp Biscuit song. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I did at one point in this movie pause it to grab vanilla pudding. Yeah. Because it just looked really good when the dog was eating it. Okay, we go from this corner back here. I feel like you shot this one. It's curry distance. Oh, air ball. Or do you think it's a play on air ball? Hmm. Now, okay, here's my question. Because we touched on this for a second, but when did, from that movie, when did that branch off into, because I know Air Bud, he played other sports because they yes. made it again. And then he was playing soccer and football and however that worked. He played football because he was the golden retriever, uh, golden receiver. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, I remember seeing that one in theaters. I feel like three maybe went right to VHS. It seems like they all would, but yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Because this movie was uh, uh, produced by, and you have to say this while taking your shot, Harvey, Harvey Weinstein. Weinstein. <laughs> yeah, I remember seeing that. It's a Harvey Weinstein film. Yeah, but they, Miramax made it and then Disney bought it and put it out. Mm. Uh, so the, the people didn't know they were making a Disney movie until it came out, really. Interesting. And how did he have uh, puppies that could talk? When That's did that a, I, wrinkle I, come I, in? I think that they... Was that Harvey Weinstein's idea? Yeah, that was Harvey Weinstein's idea. Although, yeah. Harvey Weinstein, okay. Harvey Weinstein... If I made it, I would feel bad. I would actually say you probably didn't want those dogs to talk because he's known for kind of trying to silence right. people. And and the things that the original dog had to do to get in that film were pretty bad. <laughs> uh, all right, I'm going from half court. Okay. Would have been cool though. Would have been cool. I'm just remembering now there's like one scene where the lady uh do it behind yeah, the court from, from behind the Isn't loop it? right here oh, Woo! nice incredible that's that's a highlight reel one. that's <laughs> that a highlight is. reel that's going in the intro video yeah. of which i have to make be you need to be you i'm glad you're keeping track because i can't possibly <laughs> Uh, the, the, there's a scene with the one lady doing what? So like the the they want Airbud to be like the mascot, and like a little girl who's at a school is like, 
I run pet club. It'd be cool if your dog joined us. And he's very clearly like has a crush on her. Uh -huh. And then they never show her again. Oh, uh, yeah. I feel like I forgot about that because it seems like it was not anything. Right. But I feel like there were a lot of small moments like that that felt like they were going to be plot threads that didn't go anywhere. Mm -hmm. Like, I felt like the mom's thing was going to be kind of like that she like worked too much as yeah. well. No. But then that didn't become anything. She works thing. normal. Uh, I think, I, want, I don't know if that girl comes back in the second one. He becomes like best friends in the second one with uh, the kid who has like the orange peel and the, the gum. Mm -hmm. He's getting like abused by yeah, the coach. Yeah, that nerd kid. Well, in the uh, like plot synopsis of there, but... In the plot synopsis, it right, says yeah. that he becomes best friends with that kid. And I was like, I just watched the movie. Where was that? <laughs> it's like not clear that no. that is what was happening. And we're calling him that kid because we don't remember his name. <laughs> I don't think it ever, I don't know if they ever it, told they, us his name. They say his name, I, the coach has to say his name while right. uh, abusing him. Oh, right. B -U -B but also, why is the coach being so hard on this kid? I think I'm B-U-D-D. -D. Yeah, B-U-D-D. -D. I think I have B-U. Yeah. Alright. I tried the shot that you did earlier, jumping off this thing. Yeah. Once. Didn't didn't work, but now no, I got it. No, because you're also putting in like when you do that, it's like too much it's like too much thrust. You're already right. too high in the air. That's what being an NBA player normally is. They're that tall and like do that. So it's like, oh that makes sense. Yep. I wonder if anybody in the NBA has jumper's knee. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Maybe that kid's name is Todd. Todd? Yeah. Does that sound right? I don't know. Uh, I'm going to call him Nameless Other Kid, number four. <laughs> I'm going to baseball throw this one. Um... Here's what, here's what I do like about that movie that I think is not something that you could say for, or is something you could say for a lot of like older movies uh, from that era that were children's movies, mm -hmm. is there would often be something crazy weirdly problematic that you rewatch it and you're like, what is going on here? <laughs> and Airbud doesn't no. have a hint of that. There's no, well, no, actually there is. <laughs> the magical Negro character of yeah, the, the janitor. I can't believe I said that because I caught it when I was <laughs> when I was watching it. But the magical Negro character, the janitor, is like you, he even says the line, "You got a lot to learn." That young man <laughs> has a lot to learn, and uh, and yeah, the whole he was secretly a, a basketball a player name. from the Knicks. But and, we learned that, and now he's a janitor. <laughs> He's an engineer. Right, okay, <laughs> That's what right. his office window says. Oh, okay. Um, but he, you're they they kind of find out that he's a basketball player before he starts uh, giving wisdom. Right. Uh, but I feel like you should write 
a send up of like the the magical black character. Oh, I actually am working on a not to promote a thing, but <laughs> I, I I was I'm writing a pilot about that right now where it's like they're literal magical negroes and they like have to do it and the one character is like why are we doing this? And it's about like conservative parents versus, you know, somebody who doesn't want to do Hell what yeah. they've been raised to do anymore. And uh, yeah, it's a cool it's a cool idea and I just like wrote half of it and then there was a writer strike and I didn't feel like doing it anymore because <laughs> I got sick and had to do a bunch of stuff. Sure. Uh, but it's halfway done. I think it's good still. Um Yeah, that sounds awesome. I li uh, I think it's I think it's fun. There's uh, it's hard to write stuff like that for uh industry people because they're like yeah. what? uh what excuse me yeah explain it to me more uh you're wearing a greendale alumni shirt yeah there is in the pilot of community like uh jeff's talking to britta britta walks away and then like the lunch lady walks by and oh, she's right. a black woman and he's like what do you think i should do here she's like i don't know who you are and he's like oh sorry tv raised me to think that every black woman is someone with mystical knowledge who can help me with my problems yeah. He's like, she says something where she calls him Seinfeld. <laughs> he goes, it's, it's Seinfeld. That actress has been in something else. She's she's good in that one line she has in yeah, Never Returns for a show that calls back literally everything. Oh. Yeah, I figured I'd wear my Greendale alumni <laughs> shirt. Oh, if you had made that, I would be so mad. <laughs> All right, eyes closed. Oh. Okay. This one is gonna be stupid. I'm gonna bounce it off the backboard, catch it over there, and then uh -huh. make the shot. Okay, alley oop to yourself. Damn it! My, uh, I have decided that this podcast ends whether I want it to or not uh -huh. the day I dunk. <laughs> the one day you, yeah, that's actually a great, even if it's like killing it, you're doing like Joe Rogan numbers, you're having Barack Obama on, <laughs> but you dunk and it's over. Yeah. Okay. Like me, like I would say Obama's booked. You're right. Yeah. I dunk on the episode before it with. And you're just like sorry. Uh, we'll say Hobart. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> That's. <laughs> it's not a diss, but it's such a funny specific person. <laughs> this week we got Hobart. Go, sorry, Mr. President. President Obama. <laughs> uh, right, it's from the free throw line. But you can you can do a little jump. Do a little jump. <laughs> Get it. Woo. B u d d to b u d. Um, but yeah, if I'm on that episode with Hobart and I dunk on his ass, mm -hmm. then it's over. It's over. And I go, sorry, Mr. President. Barack and Michelle, because she wanted to come do it too. Yeah. Because she's all about getting up and getting active. And it's a fundraiser for kids. <laughs> like, uh, and I'm and like, no, go, I'm sorry. Fuck all them. I dunked. Go I'm back to Mary. I'm sure again. that if I was to dunk, uh, my knees would just explode. <laughs> uh, I'd have no choice. My dad, uh, my, my biological father, in, I'm not going to say that he's for sure lying about this, but he's 5'6", <laughs> and he was telling me a few years ago that he's like, yeah, back in the day, I used to be dunking on everybody all the time, and I was like, you were 
You were dunking. <laughs> he's a, a shorter man. I'm not, but he's like, no, I would, I would dunk. I, I was dunking a lot. I was out in the, I'm playing. I, I was dunking on people, <laughs> and I was like, how? Because you're, and he's like, you just gotta. You just got to train real hard, mm-hmm. legs real hard. You just get those leg muscles that, up and you can do it. That is <laughs> like, kind of true, but 5'6 yeah. is pretty short. I mean, that, I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, and I was like, regulation size? Not like a... <laughs> yeah. Maybe he was going to Dunkin' Donuts. Right. And then he was dunking <laughs> yeah. on the donut. Yeah. Uh, my friend Joe, his dad played basketball in high school and he played against Isaiah Thomas. Mm. Uh, and... as the story goes there was a shot and it was missed and my friend's dad is like squaring up to get a rebound and isaiah thomas jumped over his head and slammed on the ball uh okay i'm gonna kind of derrick rose this one i'm gonna go up on this side and then come back uh you'll you'll see okay 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 d rose my knee hurt on that one no wonder he was always fucking himself up from behind this line right here. Got it. Oh, it's not good. feel it. All right. I was going to go nice and simple free throw. Yes. Damn it. Damn. If I climb up on the school and say from atop the school. But I'm not going to do that. <laughs> but I'm not going to do that. You know what? Oh. See, this is the kind of experimentation I was hoping for. Exactly. I'm avant garde. I'm here to play. (laughs) I want everybody watching and listening to have a fun time. You're sitting down. I'm sitting on the ground. What possibly could happen? (laughs) This is much more compelling than Airbud. It's true. Uh, I guess also now I'm realizing, unfortunately, that this is alt basketball <laughs> yeah 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 that's exactly what it is that's correct all right we should make a hoop mixtape out of this <laughs> i should yeah like how they had those and one yeah, mixtapes, yeah, yeah. but it's just like me missing shots you making shots oh i missed a fair amount <laughs> yeah but when it mattered <laughs> that's like a what true it is. performer when the lights came on when the when the chips are down and the whatever's or whatever i come to i come to win i'm like michael jordan in that way you are i've always said you're like michael jordan how good was that documentary holy shit dude the last day i didn't really care that much about the 90s bulls i mean i knew about it i'm obviously from salt lake city so back Uh, when that whole pushed off thing happened it was a big deal yeah and and you uh, still to this day really love Carl Malone and John Stockton. <laughs> I love Carl Malone and John Stockton. Carl Malone and I'm so glad he has Carl Malone Toyota and <laughs> those auto dealerships. But no, I didn't really like I it wasn't a big deal to me and everybody was watching it and I I'm somebody who when everybody's watching something that's like you got to watch this that isn't like comedy yeah. thing I will get very like I'm not gonna watch that. That's you pretty guys, much how I am too. You know, and then I so I watched it like maybe a year after everybody, my girlfriend and I watched it over uh, COVID, and we, I was just like, oh, this is so. I was so interested. <laughs> it's so. And good. most documentary things can't make me that interested, and no. I was enthralled the whole time. Yeah, I'm not a doc guy, but that nice. 
Uh, anything special or just a shot? No, just right here. Think about Michael Jordan. <laughs> um, nice. Uh, yeah, I, I said this on the first episode. And I'm going to say it again, and I'm, I'm going to say it until it happens. I could beat Michael Jordan one-on-one. -on -one. Uh -huh. uh, he does not have what it takes. And the only way he can show me that he does is by coming on Just the to podcast come here. Yeah. and playing. That's it. a good call. That's a good call. Yeah, and I really want him to take this personally. And he will. <laughs> He's out of shape. I clearly uh, am in shape. Uh-huh. Six-pack abs, all muscle, three-point shot, miss. Yeah, his... But once Jordan was here, I wouldn't even... <laughs> It, I would love that, like, Michael Jordan is, like, a demon where if you even start talking a little <laughs> bit of shit on him, he, like, jumps from atop the school and is like, the fuck did you say? And appears and beats beats everybody and then I I'm leaves. for that. He seems mystical in that way. The things that he would have to tell himself, clearly just a psychotic person, but just psycho in the way that made him the best basketball <laughs> player of all time, yep. which... Of course, you know, you have enough versions of psychosis. One of them's gonna be super basketball psychosis, I guess. <laughs> uh, but the things that you would hear him be like, this person, you know, I, I heard him talk shit to me. Like, you haven't <laughs> been around him in, in months. He's like, he, it, he was talking shit in, in my dream and I have, you know, clairvoyance and it was real. Do and you, then, do you know the uh, story of his like Hall of Fame induction? No. He so he goes. I'm pretty sure it was this Hall of Fame induction. He gets invited. Obviously, he does it, uh, and he invites a guy who he like went to high school with to it. <laughs> uh, and during his speech, he goes, "I invited like this guy. Uh, he made the the team over me in high school." Uh, <laughs> It's and so now, funny. now look at me. It's because like, that guy didn't even do anything. <laughs> no. What yeah. would that guy have possibly done? And he's just still holding his grudge. Uh. <laughs> what a crazy person. Like, I mean, to be honest, if I'm that guy, Michael Jordan's like, hey, I want to invite you to my Hall of Fame ceremony. I'm going to be like, no. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate it, but you're a weird guy, Mike. I mean, it would be pretty cool, but I would definitely know what was happening. Right. They're like, I made the team over you, and then, like... But although, you could also not have known, like, why he had you. Because, like, if you make the team, you might not necessarily know that this guy is, like, wishing that he could <laughs> be in your spot. Right, and you're not, like... You don't walk up to the coach and go, hey, it's either Jordan or me. Right. <laughs> or that, like, it's also, I, it'd be cool because you're like, oh, this guy went to my high school and he's, like, killing it in, in basketball. It's amazing. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, what? He just yeah, he's resented me ever brought since. me here to resent me. I will say. I feel like Michael Jordan is, like, stand-up comics in that way. Yeah. Like the pettiest person that you could imagine. Uh, almost for sure. Okay. Again, behind the back. Oh, God damn it, get in. That almost did it. Uh, when I tried out for baseball my freshman year of high school, uh, I wasn't, like, I didn't play baseball between, like, uh, sixth and freshman year of high school. Uh, 
and I got like a bat and everything for it. Like mm -hmm. I was really excited to try it out. I didn't make the team and a guy uh, named Jimmy Mundo, <laughs> uh, after I was cut, came up to me and was like, hey, since you're not on the team, can I have your bat? <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, if I'm ever inducted into a Hall of Fame, I guess for baseball, Yeah. Uh, unlikely at this point, but. You never know. Not all the cards entirely. Don't, don't speak negatively in that way, you could. You never know what's gonna happen. Can I have your bat? It's so rude. What a what a dumb kid. <laughs> he was doing. Like, he said it and he laughed at me in the way a bully in a oh, movie yeah. uh, would. I like how they bullied him for um, uh, the the colors on his basketball. Yeah, he, he looks like cool a Harlem Globetrotters basketball. <laughs> you mean some of the most skilled athletes in the world? Yeah, the, those guys are amazing, <laughs> and it's like a. It's not crazy to see a basketball that's got red, white, and blue colors on it. No. Maybe it was back in the early 90s or 80s when they made this movie, but... I feel like I have no research on this or facts, but I feel like basketballs of that type probably soared in sales yeah. after that movie, because I think people were like, that looks cool. Uh, that's also like, there was the American Basketball Association for a while, which right. is like separate from the NBA, and I think they used that kind of ball. Normal. Nice. Normal from right here. Normal. <laughs> Don't fuck this up. Don't fuck this up. This could be it. Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> well? Yeah, buddy. That's game. That's buddy. That's game. That's one to one. Uh last things last. I want you to give a sort of uh a review, your like little review of Airbud, mm. uh, and while you're reviewing, like right when you're leading up to what your star rating would be, uh -huh. try to dunk the ball. <laughs> try to dunk the ball. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I'm I'm supposed to be I'm supposed to be giving the review on the layup. Yeah. So okay. I'll I can start. I'll start. Um, I really liked how practical this movie was in in its uh, shooting style. Uh -huh. I like that uh, Bud Buddy was actually making those shots. I like the idea that you should just be doing stuff for love and not for glory. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's a lesson that uh, people didn't take away from that movie, but should have. Uh, it did. It has much place in my heart as a child. Uh, it is uh, not the best, but I think it's really good. So I give it four and a half stars. Okay. Okay. All right. Well. What I'll say is um, I, I think that as I like the theme of the thing that they said the one time <laughs> of that the dog only knows that he's playing for love and fun and not for the glory of the, the game, uh, I think that that one thing was sort of buried <laughs> in uh, a, lot of, a lot of unclear plotting and uh, seemed like a lot of stuff just kind of happened in the movie. Uh, did, the movie was called an Airbud. Wasn't enough Airbud doing Airbud stuff. Yeah. Also, I do have to mention that he does stay on the ground. I would say almost all of the movie. The, yeah, basically the whole really time. Jumps. He doesn't really like dunk the ball. Um, I did. I I did enjoy the 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 fact that he actually was sinking the ball. So sure, 
Um, I think that seeing it for the first time as an adult and having it be so much like of a cultural icon thing, I'm I'm definitely underwhelmed because um, it seems like one of those movies that's like a childhood favorite. You watch and you go, oh, this is pretty good. Like Toy Story. If you watch Toy Story now, you're like, yeah. But this was like, oh. And uh, I don't like the fact that it was produced by Harvey Weinstein. So I will say, two stars. <laughs> Skyler, thank you for coming on this podcast and for talking about Air Bud. Yeah, it's very fun. Me. Uh, thank you for uh, beating my ass. Uh, I truly appreciate it. I needed to get better when I faced Michael Jordan. Yeah. Uh, is there anything you want to plug? Um, no, not right now. Cool. I'm just kind of living life right 30. now. <laughs> yeah. Look out for the Airbud 30 for 30, produced by myself and Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. We need to get Harvey out of jail. <laughs> get him out of jail and onto the court. We'll fuck him up. Yeah, that's that. Yeah. I want Harvey Weinstein or Michael Jordan on this podcast. Yeah. I'm not picky. I'm glad we didn't play two on two against those kids. I don't. I, I do not want to be beat by children. I know. That's the second time I've come here and kids have asked to play, and I feel very bad to say like. Hey, I'm wearing a GoPro. <laughs> no, I'm not. Uh, I look yeah. foolish. And I'm also, also not trying some, to GoPro some children. There's some kids. Or there's some people online who would uh, take uh, this the wrong way, especially coming from me at this moment. Yeah. Uh, you're not. What's your? What are your handles? Uh, Skyler underscore Higley on Twitter at Skyler Higley on Instagram. Hell That's yeah. all. Cool. Uh, I'm at I'm Richie Owens on everything. If you like this podcast, uh, subscribe to it. Uh, rate and review it mm-hmm. and if you are listening to it and are like wow this is very silly to listen to especially while we're playing horse and not saying what kind of shots we're taking <laughs> uh, uh, there's video content patreon.com slash moving screen five dollars a month uh, and that's it so until next time I guess I'll uh, see you on the court and always remember to basketball that's <laughs> yeah, gonna be your new tagline that is the new tagline always basketball time